KJ and BB. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Were you trying to mess up? No, I really uh, wasn't. I thought I was doing it right. Uh, um, all right, everyone. You know what they say, humble beginnings. We all period. always start somewhere. Kevin and I have been wanting to... <laughs> Get out my face! <laughs> Kevin and I have been wanting to start this podcast journey deal for like a really long time. Yeah. And we li- everyone always tells us, they're like, you should start a podcast. You yeah. guys should do this. You guys should do that. And we're, we always are putting it off. We're always making excuses. Well, we ordered the microphones. We ordered the microphone stands. We have our janky setup right now, but <laughs> it's just gonna grow and grow. It's grow. gonna grow from here. I have a good feeling about it. Me too. No. Uh, so the name of our podcast for right now, this or video podcast, whatever, is KJ and BB. KJ and BB. I'm Kevin John. I am Boneless Brandon. And I'm sure a lot of you already know us or are familiar with us um, from either social media, from real life. I am a singer-songwriter. Brandon is the most phenomenal choreographer and dancer I've ever seen in the world. And, um, yeah, we're ready to... We've been told by so many people over the past, especially over the last year, um, saying, you guys need to start a podcast. You guys should start a podcast. What are you all waiting for? Um, and so now we're finally, we're finally doing it, and I'm really proud of us. Are you going to hear the brush? Yeah, yeah, you, so you shouldn't... I'm just going to brush this real quick. Okay. Well, you. I'm, it, I guess. Why are you rushing? This is now turned into an ASMR channel. Period. But um, <laughs> we'll get to what I'm brushing and why. <laughs> yeah, literally, as an audio medium, uh, I guess this is a good time to say that if you can also watch this on YouTube as well, um, on our YouTube page, KJ yeah. and BB. Is it KJ and BB now? It was KJ and B, and I just had to add the B before. Oh my God, I'm like. This. Spitzing. I know we're re- <laughs> we we're rebranding. If you don't know, we started KJ. We started and B. out as KJ and B. And here's the here's the real tea. Honestly, we should have we should have kept going then, and we're not going to stop. Well, now. I just want because I like BB because I want our fandom to be mm-hmm. called the BBs. The BBs, and so what are mine? The Kevin no, Johners. No, there's no Kevin Johners. BB is in like. Kevin and I also say BB a lot, like for baby or like boo boo Mm -hmm. or baby boy. And that's BBY. Oh. How do you do it? BB. Like, hi, little BB. Period. My little BBs. One thing we always. (laughs) Yeah, it's KJ and BB and the BBs. (laughs) Perfect. The BBs just are the, just our the BBs. Just to be in a B. But it's not boneless Brandon. I know. It's BBs. So it's Kevin John My and little BBs. BBs. Um, okay. This specific podcast that we are doing is for Drag Race. Yeah, and even more Race. specifically, the new season, Drag Race Season 15 that just premiered. Um, this specific topic will come yeah. out every week. Yeah, especially F, right. And we want to talk about it right after Drag Race. We wanted to talk about it last night, and we just didn't have everything set up. So now we're like, it's in to talk about it. I have so many thoughts, and uh, that's another thing. If you're listening, and this is your first time here, we're gonna talk about everything. This isn't gonna be like a we're gonna podcast. talk about everything. And the crate, like right now, this is literally the first time that we are finally getting behind the mics yeah. and doing this. So this ultimately will be our first podcast, but. For the sake of Drag Race just came out and we want to hurry and get this out. Our first podcast will actually be our second podcast. Yeah. Explaining yeah. everything that we're going to be doing on 
this podcast and everything mm-hmm. that we could be talking about. But and we'll introduce ourselves more. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, it is strictly for Drag Race. Yeah. And we just want to dive right in and get yeah. to it. Now, if you are, yeah. So if you haven't watched Drag Race yet, don't listen because we're going to talk about that. Spoiler episode. alert! Spoiler alert! You've been you've been warned. You've been warned. Um, if you are listening to this, you are not aware of the fact that I do have a forty-inch wig on, <laughs> and that will tie into drag that it will tie into what we're talking about and like if you know you know but the people at home watching because we're filming this also um this is my 40 inch wig yeah girl mm-hmm. her name is Moria. i just named her actually um she's named after a girl that we're watching on another show that we will be talking oh about oh my gosh yes <laughs> You didn't know that? You, I didn't know you named her Mariah. Moriah. Moriah. Um, no, we're going to be talking about the challenge, too, because not enough people talk about the challenge. But this is a drag race. I know. We're talking about drag so, race. Sorry. Um, moving on. We are going to start in alphabetical order. Yeah. So I'm going to just pull up the queen. I have the queen's pictures. Now, disclaimer. If you're watching, pause to read the disclaimer. If you're listening, disclaimer. These are just two opinions. Mm-hmm. In the sea of, mm-hmm. in the undiscovered still sea mm-hmm. of opinions, because you know they haven't discovered all of the ocean yet. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. same way, they haven't discovered all the opinions of the world. So Speak on it. ours are just also floating out there. You do not have to agree. You can agree. Work. I'm not yeah. going to care either yeah. way. Don't care. I promise you I won't. This podcast we're really excited for because we like talking in depth about the things that we're watching, the things mm-hmm. that we're experiencing, the things that we're going through, yada, yada, yada. And I love connecting with people who may think the same kind of complex way and may not think the same way, but are open to hearing and learning a different opinion or a different way of thinking or Learning just how we are as people. We're all complex individuals and we all think of things so differently and so specifically in a million different ways. Um, So yeah, with that being said, if you disagree, I will not argue with you. We will not argue with you. We will discuss with you if you are open. Yeah. But we we ain't gonna argue with you, boo. Yeah, we want to know like what... argue with you, boo. We'd like to know what other people think. We'd like to see um, other people's opinions. If you disagree with us, great. That's what the world should be more of discourse of talking about or what we agree on, disagree on, because honestly, that's how I became the person I am today, is because Brandon saw a lot of the world so differently from me. So like, just listening to you, disagreeing with you, and realizing um, it's not a disagreement, let me listen to somebody else. It's changed my world. So we're talking about Drag Race. It's not that deep. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, let's get started. Let's get started. Drag Race. (laughs) All these little baby hairs <laughs> in my hair. It's the lip gloss. It's sticking to the lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so you want to just like go queen by queen, and we're going to share our thoughts. Absolutely. All right, so first in alphabetical order is Amethyst. Amethyst, Connecticut girly. Yeah, I really enjoyed her this episode. I really like, from, I, I enjoyed her like um, confessionals. I thought she was just like so like sweet and actually really funny. And I think... Yeah, what are your thoughts? You go... No, I agree with you. Keep yeah. going. You no, want well, and I, but And that's my thing. My all, I really enjoyed her talent show as well. I thought... She, so she was the one with the... Came out as the mom with the wine yes. and the sneakers. 
and she's like, I can't find my baby, and the baby's on her back. I thought that was so funny, and I do agree that it was, it was, the problem was, it was a two, she needed to wait. It, she needed to wait. She it needed was a to one, edge. We needed a, to say, mm-hmm. They were right. Because they, they literally said, like, it just, you hit the punchline too early. It was a great 30-second joke, or maybe even 45-second joke, but for the a minute 30 that we watched, it just didn't go anywhere. And but, and, and, the, and the crazy thing is, I don't know my own personal self of what I would have done yeah. instead, but I just, I think, same, yeah. I agree with the critique of... It needed to be a more drawn out joke. Only, but it was still so camp. The idea, yeah, so camp. The idea alone wins. If we're yeah. talking about a win or a loss, to me, the performance was a win because the idea alone was so camp, was so mm-hmm. niche. Yeah, and it it that means that someone out there thought of that. Yeah, and that's and why I say this all to say I still get it and I don't think she was like the worst of the night is because if she was performing at play and that was just her costume and she came out um, for the viewer at home play is our yeah. gay club here in Nashville yeah Nashville's uh, gay dance club it's so much fun they have an amazing drag show one of the drag queens is from play dance bar in Nashville um, it's I've seen some of the best performers ever here in Nashville they're fierce if yeah and Amethyst, we, we moved here from New York yeah so and if Amethyst was on the play stage doing that number, it, it wouldn't need a second punchline. The only reason it did is because it's drag race and you need to punch. And uh, there were there were five feathers. other fiercer yeah. queens in yeah. the room. So I would have tipped her money at play. Regardless. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, can, do I not get to speak oh, no, on Amethyst? You, I'm, I'm you like just scrolling. Yap, I'm like yap, yapping. Next. Kevin just in here yap, yap, yapping. <laughs> um, yeah, I will agree with everything you said. I loved Amethyst. I'm loving what I'm seeing from her so far. I love the... I love his or their... I'm going to say... We're just going to say their for everyone. Do they have like the pronouns on here? Do they? Let's say... Let's say... I think let's say she because we're referring to the drag performer. None of this is a comment. What if the drag performer is non-binary? Then we we can also use they. And, uh, the show I'm just going to say your say, name. Yeah. I'm going to say your name. That's period. And period. amethyst confessional um, narration so far is really likable, very personable. They've been such a joy to watch, and I'm excited to see what they're going to bring this season. I'm just going to use they, them this, for everyone. This bio from E has like, it says her for Amethyst and says she for Anitra. So I don't know. Well, if with that being they, said, next, I don't know. Anitra. Yeah. We're going to talk about Anitra next. And I'm going to start since Kevin <laughs> yab, 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 yab <laughs> the entire time. I feel like um, all the time. Anitra. Wow. The only thing I can, not the only thing, but the thing that I my mind immediately goes to is the obvious the talent show, yeah. the performance, where yeah. she was just walking that fucking duck uh-huh. the entire time. And let's be clear, I, you can't hear. Anitra gets her tens, honey. Her tens across the board, because if we're talking about a duck walk, mama was duck walking. Mama was duck walking. 
Kevin's getting up to check something. I know. Well, here's the thing. You said you were going to sit back the whole time, and now you're not Am I leaning back. in? Yeah, which so I think I we, no, we should lean in. This will be better audio, but I just tested it for you being <laughs> sitting far back. So I'm just like... Girl, it's chill the, I know. It's, it's going to be pr- fine. It's going to be fine. I'm just saying like... Oh my god! I know. I just want it to be fine. Are you focused? Are you focused now? I'm focused, girl. Can we focus? Sorry at home if it's not perfect. It'll be better next time. Um, we all gotta start somewhere. Gotta start Anyways, somewhere. Anitra duck walk. The technique I, oh was amazing. God. The skill was there. Was, um, a lot of y'all missed out on Legendary on HBO mm-hmm. Max. I think they. T- I think they've taken it off. They took it off. I think so. I knew they canceled it, but you can't even watch it. I saw on Twitter that they took it off, and I haven't checked myself, so I need to fact check that. But if you did not watch Legendary on HBO Max, don't speak to no one about anything Vogue related. And I like because it was amazing, and especially if you ain't seen Paris is Burning, you, your only yeah. exposure is probably Paris is Burning and then Pose. But Legendary was just so real, and so it featured. From that community, the ballroom community, real dancers and performers and women and trans people. And it was just, uh, it was such a yeah. new age show that sh- it was not given its flowers, I know, we're I feel all, like. We're, so we're talking about Drag Race. We haven't even talked about sorry, Drag Race. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. for real, Legendary has taught me so much about the gay community. And it is so and it's so important for every queer person to watch it if you are not familiar with ballroom i can't even it's like reading the 101 the dumber like ballroom for dummies version you're not going to i still don't know the ballroom scene but i have a now like good understanding of how important it is and how it led the way for why we're here today why we're sitting here making this podcast and you have this wig on is because of ballroom. So watch. Period. Legendary. It's because of ballroom. Um, back to Anitra. Anitra, honestly, and the what I was gonna say is everything she was doing was amazing, and somebody else could do the same thing, and it wouldn't be as amazing. She had such a percussiveness to her movement. No, not not. I don't think someone else could have done. No, it. I don't think someone else could have done it. I think what she was That's doing. What was she said, mom. <laughs> I'm saying someone doing could do the same exact choreo as her next to her. The way she was hitting the choreo was next level. I don't, but I think it's more than just the way that she was hitting it. Yes, it's she embodied it was exactly. a part, it was a part it, of her. I, and that's performing. why I say no one could do yeah, that. Exactly, no one could yes. do that. Yeah, she is was next level, and I am so glad that she won because also how what a great insight as to song choice can like make or break your day. Her song was fun, fierce, and memorable. It left you walking away being like walk your fucking duck and that's why RuPaul picked her because not only did she perform the best she also had she branded herself and she gave herself a way to go forward without being like I'm the duck girl now we're gonna be like and also from a dancer perspective um, Miss Anitra if you're listening the musicality Mm -hmm. was just another level it was a level that like I don't even think people who consider themselves musicality can understand because that was perfect it was a vegas girl duh duh all right (laughs) next we have like my little crush aura mayari i'm obsessed with tennessee represent she's our nashville girl she's our nashville queen so i will never forget the first time i saw aura dance was at play no it was at tribe, it was at tribe. the it was first at tribe time we saw in nashville 
and she performed on this very small stage, not even any, not any bigger than you see our room right here. It was, it's a smaller stage. It was a Beyonce night, and Aura performed a Beyonce lip sync like I've never seen, ever. I've never seen someone dance with the passion and fire that she had. And this must have been, this is before she filmed Drag Race even. Oh yeah, because George's yeah. was hadn't even yeah, been on. This, exactly. Um, George's had filmed and it was like oh George's is going to be on the thing so George uh, there was a lot of hype around George's Aura was not yet even on the season she changed our mind on drag on drag in general we'd come from New York and we'd not seen someone like Aura and the way she danced and the way she embodied a stage and the way she performed and makes eye contact she's out of this world she really is oh and her on the show I think was she showed out I think she really should have. My only fear for Aura Mm -hmm. is I am such a fan, but there are heavy hitters all throughout that cast, all Mm -hmm. laced throughout the cast. So I'm like, ooh. I know, and that's the thing. I don't know. I only know Aura as a dancer, so Mm -hmm. I've only ever got to see her dance and she has so much comedy in her dancing she has facial expression for days so i do think she's going to do really well at these things and but i have no idea and so i'm really i'm nervous for a queen and the last time i was like this nervous for a queen was when miss cracker and monet were on drag race and they were the only drag queens i'd seen in real life so i was like so nervous for them the whole season and i couldn't like just fully let myself enjoy it so i'm this season is Harder than any season I've already watched. I was so nervous this first episode. And I, the way Aura killed it, I was so happy. And the argument she had with Marsha, Marsha, Marsha during the choreography oh my God, was, it was like... Kevin was my, so awkward because was, Kevin knows Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I literally... <laughs> I know Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I've known her for years now. And for me, I'm rooting for both of them so hardcore. And then they, they started having a little drama. And I was like... Oh my god! Oh my god! I was so stressed out. <laughs> um, next up, I who Irene Dubois. Irene Dubois. Honestly, this promo book is so fierce. Okay, I, no, Irene was fierce. I know, though. I know, and that is a, I, what that a bummer. That's a tough thing. That's the tough thing about this season already. Is me personally, there's not a booger. Yeah. There's nay a booger. Everyone yeah. could have stayed. Yeah. This ep- this Period. episode and I wouldn't Period. have been like, "No, like I'm we Period. need to get rid of queens cuz this season's going to be so long." No, I wanted to see what yeah. Irene had more of because she was amazing. Cuz and she has um a great mind. I loved her comedy routine. I it made me laugh. So the fact that it didn't make them laugh was just a matter of also time and place. For me watching, I was rooting for her and I wasn't on a set for 12 hours that day, probably exhausted and like, yeah, I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to be like, ah, ha, 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 if I'm one of the contestants who's probably hungry and tired. But she really did sell it to me where it made me laugh because I was in the mood re- mood to laugh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh Kevin my God. Oh my God. Talk. Kevin is I do. I'm Because I love performers um, and there were so we're many We're talking about Irene though. You're supposed to talk about where you, Irene, Irene was... Fierce, and I I loved her. I loved her energy, and especially um, her. Was it the untucked of her like leaving, um, doing her exit interviews and stuff? The the exit interviews were really good. Um, 
Yeah, Irene, great. I was getting Bianca Del Rio personality mm-hmm. tease as far as like throughout the workroom and like even behind the scenes of like not being on the main stage. It I was loving just the the nonchalant like calling people out, but not even in the vein of calling them out, more so of just mm-hmm. like being so real and not like, yes, we're a sisterhood and yeah. we have to be all besties. Like, no girl, what? That that wig is not 40 inches. <laughs> and it turned out not to be. But we'll talk about that is later. Your... <laughs> My wig is 40 inches, but we'll talk about that when we Okay, arrive. we'll measure it. Because mine's 40 inches and that doesn't look as long as mine. Kevin has a pussycat wig on right now. Kevin has a pussycat wig on right now. This is not a pussycat wig. Let me see, come here. Let me pull it's, out. it's 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 uh because this is coming out of my head. This come, yeah, this is coming out of my head, too. girl. All right, let's do it. Anyway, you grab a piece. Of um, piece so of sad that Irene went home, but also I know. Dang, like who else? Because I, I do want to see more from oh, Amethyst, from Ed- and that who mm-hmm. she was lip syncing against. But Irene also killed that lip sync. Controversial did. opinion. I know people online are saying that lip sync was boring no. and that it was a horrible song choice, but. I thought it was. I thought it was really great. I would. Wa- I would have been very entertained by either of them in person, and I was on the screen. As they, well. both sold, they, they both. They. <laughs> they. They both sold it to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next oh, up, we have Jax. Wow. Omg. Omg. Jax. Um. So Jax, New York Queen. Duh. I saw a TikTok of Jax a while ago, and it was. Absolutely insane. And I sent it to Kevin. I was like, oh, girl, get into this. And Jax was turning it. Jax did nothing other than turn it the entire episode from the moment they walked into the workroom. Just such a sense of self. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, very that. So confident in their drag. Uh So, um, so so not put on either. Yeah, she was she was very subdued, and but mem. Amethyst, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he's not he's not coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Well, it's not editing out of the podcast. Um. So so, so what were you saying? What'd so you say? so there was such a selfness. There was a sub. You you said they were subdued. Right? No, no, I didn't say that. But you can say that. It was a, um, it was not put on. They were just being themselves. Oh, you said something else. Okay. All right. Well. Dang it. We're going to go back and listen to it, and you're going to be like, oh, I did say subdued. Oh, no, 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 no. But, but yeah, pretty subdued, if I, honestly. Can we, the highlight of Jax, obviously, is that lip sync, jumping rope with the pigtails. Yeah. The musicality was insane. Once again, we have actual dancers on this season. I'm not talking about no dropping into the splits and doing Shanae's and middle splits and arabesques. These these people, these queens have technique. They have musicality. They have an ear for music. They have an ear for campiness and where to put it in a choreographed place while still making it campy. Uh, What a waste. What a way to introduce us to them this season, especially because yeah. now I know every single one of them puts on a good show. Because what I loved about Jax is Jax, all she had to do was the split or the flips, and we would have been like, "Oh, this has never happened." That was just icing on the cake. It was so the good. jump roping so, was the so jump roping smart. was so good. It was so smart. Um, I'm like literally so excited to see more from Jax. Um, Lucy, Lucy Laduca, Connecticut girl, Connecticut girl. You want to talk about a conspiracy? This is Laguna Blue. 
This is not Lucy oh Laduca. This is Laguna. This is New York no. City's Laguna Blue. No, look, I cannot wait for Laguna Blue to get on the show. And anyways, sing. back to Lucy. Back to Lucy. I, I really felt for Lucy in the in the the moment in the performance. I all around so polished, so put together, yeah. so like definitely has it down to a T of what she does and what she presents. And the looks she had were amazing. Her demeanor was amazing. I just really think she chose the wrong song and it, there was no, and that stinks. It, I, Cause I could tell she's a really good singer and that song didn't get to show off her voice enough. I could tell she's a good performer, but she choreographed herself too much where it became stiff and she couldn't just focus on giving a performance. Yes. But is she a good singer though? Is what I'm asking. And why I ask that is I'm sure she uh-huh. does sing and I'm sure she does have some, technique in singing and this is no shade to lucy by the way this is just more of like we're diving deep into this topic right now um what should we call that when we dive deep into something uh deep dive deep deep dive um if i'm going out to do a not like a talent number or a dance number something that i choreographed Mm -hmm. oh it's going to be insane there's not going to be a single song that would be a bad song for me to dance to there wouldn't be a single style that would be a bad style for me to dance to because i am a mover i know how to listen to music and let my body do the talking there is not a bad song for you as a singer that would not compliment your voice because you would find a way to make it work regardless so why i ask is is she a singer singer or is she a singer and that's what i i don't think she's a singer singer she might be a singer and i think because her whole thing i'm gonna mm, call her out i'm gonna call her out her whole thing was i know it's taking a risk that's what i was about to say it should not be taking a risk risk if it's something that you are so confident in yourself in doing so i wish we just would have seen something else from her because for me if i'm in a talent competition me singing wouldn't be taking a risk because what I do is I sing. Period. You give me a microphone, I'm going to give you a show with my voice. Me taking a risk would be doing a lip sync. And so it's that's why I'm like, I don't think she's a singer-singer, but I do think she has the facility. I agree. I think well. she has a facility. I, yeah. You could clearly hear that Mama sings. Yeah. But... Yeah. It's in the same way but that Jan, it's in the same sang, way that dancers mm-hmm. have come on there and have been like, I'm a dancer. Yeah. And they are doing like not good mm-hmm. dance things that next to a dancing dancing queen, you're like, Oh yeah, this would seem more like a yeah. dancing queen rather than this person. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure I listen to Lucy singing something else. Period. So, um, because but all, all that to say, Lucy is fierce, yeah. amazing, clearly so a glad season queen. Go home. I'm really very excited to, go home. to see what she brings this season. Yeah. Um, next, we have oh Lux Miss Noir <laughs> London. Let me brush my hair, girl, real quick. <laughs> no, and this is what I have to do. Let me brush my hair real quick. Let me brush my forty-inch wig. This is for, I mean, my hair. This is forty inches of my hair. Where yeah. No. Oh, it's in the drawer with the hammer. This is 40 inches. This is a $400 human wig, this, mama. Okay, that cheap, me, let me see. That cheap shape wig. Let me measure wig. it. Come on. Can I brush it? Let me measure it. Can I Should brush her? Does, this, <laughs> does that change the length? 
brushing? Where do so where would where do you want me to measure it from? Can I brush? I know it? this is not forty inches. This I have 40. other wigs, and this is not forty. This inches. is forty. This one's not. 40 you do. Inches. Kevin don't got a wig, <laughs> and can I stand up? Yeah. One moment, everyone. Make sure it's okay. all. Where the do way. I measure from? Where do you want me to measure from? from? Here. You want me? Are you sure you want me to do that? Yeah, but make sure it's straight, falling all the way down. Brennan, this wig ain't even touching forty inches. Make sure it's straight, all Bre the way down. <laughs> it is. I, I think it's as straight as it can go. Look at I the mean, if you, again. Look at the here, number. wait, no, no. I'll tell you. If you measure it from here, absolutely, that's a forty-inch wig. Okay, so it's forty inches. Is that where you would measure a wig from? Yes. And my hair. Hair. Is that where you would measure hair from? Because this is not a wig. And I'm going to um, double down on what Irene Dubois said. I don't think... Um, or no, what uh, Lux said. Um, it's not thick all the way down. It's not a wig. Oh, it's not a wig. Body, mom. Where? <laughs> Look at this Literally. body. So Look at this body on this wig. Anyways. Okay, well, now that we've gotten that out the way... Alright, oh. I can't believe... Oh my god, you're gonna want to put it back on and fix your hair. <laughs> I have a hat. We're gonna put the wig right there. I know my hair is probably a mess. Does it look horrible? No, I think it looks totally cute. But like, I know you're gonna be like, Delete all footage of that! <laughs> Delete all footage of that! <laughs> I wish you just embraced your hair. Oh my god, the wig is off and I feel like But now cool they're not gonna again. be able to see your eyes. And your eyes are half of your journey. All the, Like, all the way up. I'm... This is my alter but ego. It's so my alter ego. We have a video, and you're literally I'm wearing... I'm going to make sure I look up sometimes. So, oh, my God. You know what? Whatever. Okay, back to, back to Lux. Lux Noir I London. I absolutely adored her personality. We are, a huge, we are huge fans of Lux Noir. Yeah. Um, we, we know that girl. Yeah. We know that queen. We, yeah. know, that, we, we know that queer person. Yeah. Um, and we don't know, yeah. obviously, Lux we, Noir, we but didn't... we know that person. And um, we left. We left New York in 2021, and we really didn't go out in clubs in the post-COVID world to see drag as much after COVID happened. So, like, I don't really know all the queens of New York. I wish I got to see Lux, and I know I will see Lux at some point because I just adored her, everything about her and her demeanor. Yeah. If you know me, you know I'm a love a queer person that is unapologetically queer. Yeah, living in Nashville, Tennessee, there's probably five of us here, right? Um, but Lux Noir, I love, I'm loving this, we're going to be talking a lot about narrative and just how times have changed, and l I can remember the days when I saw Laganja Estranja mm -hmm. on my TV screen, and how the world, the gay community, mm -hmm. reacted to someone like that, and and didn't embrace knowing that there were yeah. queer people out there like that because, well, you shouldn't be that queer. You shouldn't be that <laughs> gay. You shouldn't be that out loud about it. And I know that that's something that we hear enough from non-queer people. So when it was happening to Laganja, and I was also someone who identified more with a Laganja-type person and character um, and personality, it bothered me that people, that queer people were, you know, reacting this way to seeing them, seeing themselves yeah. on TV. And just now, look at look at where we are, where that's, no one has looked at Lux Noir and been like, oh, why are you wearing this big hat, this huge out loud hat? And why are you so, like, 
you know, oh, no, why are you so like this? Oh, my wig, my weave. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, love her. We're really excited yeah. to see what she's going to bring. Yeah, I really I, I adored her. And I thought her talent show was great. Yeah. Um, but the wig was not 40 inches. I'm sorry, Mom. Neither is your wig, so there we go. That's my hair. Can... That's my hair. I just cut my hair off. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are dumb. And um, next we have Malaysia, Malaysia baby doll, baby girl. I don't, why was I about to say Babylon? Baby Doll Fox. Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. That makes sense. I didn't know her last name was Fox. And now that makes sense why she was wearing something that said Foxy. Yeah. So now that makes sense. Kevin was not paying attention, clearly. I was clearly a little... <laughs> um, I, I I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited to, to see, see what Malaysia is going to bring. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's... Um, I, I, I enjoyed her her presence in the workroom I thought she was really entertaining yes. to watch um, I thought the talent show was alright yeah I wished she would have gave more energy I just for me that's what it needed mm-hmm. was more committing to the bit of like yeah. I'm this rapping queen yeah. um, and I feel like there was a lot of people focused on doing choreo that they like planned and I think a lot like even for me as a singer, the more I choreograph exactly what I want to do, I'm not able to fully be in the moment and perform. And I feel like that might be, might have been like where Malaysia was like getting stuck. Yeah, maybe. Cause she like had it. There was moments of it that I was like, Oh my God, she's so fierce. So I, I'm excited to see more. I'm excited her. to see her drag. Yeah. Clearly. Th- oh a my very, God. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. Clearly a seasoned queen. Yeah. Clearly knows what she's doing. And I can't wait to see what, how that's going to translate this yeah. season. I'm so excited. Oh, my baby. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Kevin's hometown fave. Well, not hometown. No, but not hometown. But um, hometown is in we, we used did, to live in New York. We did. We used to live in New York. Um, we did Newsies together. Um, and Marsha's uh, boyfriend, Kyle, the three of us did Newsies. And I love them. They've been together a little bit longer than we've been together. And they are just they really love each other and they're just so beautiful so if you're not following them on social media follow make sure you're following everyone on social media um literally um i was so nervous the entire time for marcia and it was the way of like i'm like i just want her to do really good i want her to do really good because and i because i know she's capable of doing really good i know who she is as a person mm-hmm. and who she is as a person is like an actual sweet angel and so i just want I want the whole world to see it and I want so much success for her and I was just so pleased with every step of her on this episode. Yeah, really um really excited to see more from Marsha. I was super impressed from the very jump of her walking in with the hair over the face and then flipping it and you know it being the nose um very campy yeah, for so campy. being such a pretty girl. And the talent show was phenomenal. Willow Pill, look at you. Yeah. Giving, getting yeah. your flowers. Like, yeah. look at the doors that Willow Pill has opened. Yeah. Now you have these queens who do also think like Willow Pill and are like, oh, Willow Pill did this. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm also going to be camp and, like, quirky, but, like, also clever yeah. and, like, on the nose. Yeah. And 
comedic. Yeah. But like, oh look, I'm a dancer. Look at my tour jeté. Like, and she turns. Like, and it like, was such a it was a phenomenal performance. And honestly, I think she could have won. I know yeah. that she did not win because of her runway, but I think it did go up there with Anitra's yeah. performance as because, far as like they could have both been winners for me. And that's because I Marsha is the exact top of who she is. She was so clear on who she was across the board, from her looks to her concept to her performance. She was the best of the best. And her dancing, she danced her style incredibly well. So it was so fun to have, like, especially the top three were so three different um, performance styles. You could have picked any one of them to be the winner because they all were the top of what they do. Yeah. It was amazing. I was so proud of Marsha. <laughs> All right. Next we have Mistress Isabella. Mistress. Isabel Brooks. Man, my eyesight. Mistress Isabel uh-huh. Brooks. Wow. Um, wow. First, I am. You go. Go ahead. No, you go. No, ahead. I went first with Marsha. You go first. Really excited for this queen, actually. It is. I, I, I love, you know, big queen representation. So to have. Malaysia and uh-huh. Mistress also be this these once again seasoned queens who have all of this experience and it clearly shows to be so confident in their drag and uh-huh. their personas that they've built. I'm so excited to see what she's going to do in this season. I've loved everything that she's brought into the workroom thus far with exception to the little shade to some little shade here and there. I'm just not I'm not a shady person. I'm gonna tell I'm yeah, I'm gonna tell it like yeah. it is, but not in the vein of being shady. Um, but that that once again, that's me reaching. That's my own personal uh-huh. gab. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. What was yeah. her the um the runway for me uh-huh. was hands down the best oh, runway that night for me. Yeah. It really what she said and something I'm not gonna forget, she literally said oh, I didn't, basically, I didn't pay for this. I didn't get this for the show. This came out of my closet. She's letting you know already, oh, baby, I have been doing drag. I am a drag queen in all facets. Look at this outfit that I'm wearing on the first night of the season. Fully rhinestoned, like, and the rhinestones on that outfit were not cheap. I can guarantee you the way they were hitting, the light was hitting them, and they were refracting back. No, Mama's in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm excited for her. And I thought she, her talent show killed it. Yeah, I like was like, oh, because it, it. What she had was the confidence on her of like she does this every every other di- every other night yeah. at least. It's something she does. A, she whipped this out. It wasn't her first time performing this number. She's done it a million times before. The looks, everything, her personality. I think is she is a diff. I we need so many different types of people in this world, and I'm glad on this TV show we're getting so many different types of personalities in the workroom. And I, I I'm glad that she's a different. She brings a different energy than yeah. the other girls. I'm really excited. Yeah. Next we have Princess Poppy, who like honestly, oh I my keep god, forget, I I honestly keep forgetting how obsessed with her I am. I like obsessed with yeah. Princess. <laughs> I thought her workroom entrance was just, I remember being like, oh, I like her. Her confessionals always made me be like, oh, she's funny. And then her talent show, I thought was like, it is what I was saying with like Amethyst. Amethyst needed a place to grow in the way that Princess Poppies did. Because hers was like 
funny throughout the whole thing and she was just so committed to the bit that she was oh my god she was so committed and that made it absolutely top of the notch entertaining to be sitting there watching because you wouldn't have expected it first of all yeah you don't I, i feel like the viewer did not know what to expect from princess poppy at all even in his confessional he's very confident on who in who he is you would assume if we're making assumptions off of a person when we first look at them, mm-hmm. my personal assumption would have been that this person is going to be quieter. Yeah. They're going to be not as outspoken. Uh-huh. And there we go. That is my fault as okay. a human in society because this person was very outspoken, very confident in their personality, very... They know who they are. And... Uh-huh. I'm excited. Well, and what a beautiful also metaphor of her talent competition to introduce us to who she is. She played the girl who everyone thinks she is from like looking at her. And then the little thing sticking, her puppet sticking out of her arm shows us I'm, I'm so much more than that. There's so much more to me. And um, I thought that was a great, who am I? Across the board, I was like, I'm here. I'm here for her. Next, you go for Robin. Us, Robin. Fierce. Robin, Robin Fierce. Fierce. I was literally going to say Robin Fierce, but yeah. I was like, no, that's not it. I know. I should just trust my gut. I'm like um, Robin Fierce. The entrance look. Oh, stun, amazing. Stun that this is another Connecticut girl. The reality is season one, or yeah, season 15, episode one. All of these girls. All of them. Truly impressed me from the moment they walked into the workroom. My attention was grabbed by every single every entrance, single and I wanted to continue learning more and seeing them more. I feel like Robin was really not shown much. Sorry, sorry, I'm slamming down my. <laughs> and Kevin doesn't like when I slam down my lip gloss. You can do it on the ASMR videos. This is a Fenty lip gloss ASMR. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, they didn't really show her much no. other than the little, oh, you're dating, you used to mess around with Amethyst. Yes. So, I. I don't really have much to say about Robin Fierce other than her entrance look. And I didn't really, I can't say her talent show was a favorite for me by any means, but it wasn't bad. I just think when I'm looking at the ones that really stood out, hers was not one of them. Yeah. For me. So, but based off the entrance look, I'm excited to see what mama's going to bring. Yeah. I think she's, and I, I want to get more screen time of her. Yeah. Because... Um, what I did get to see of her, she has a, a stoicness about her. Yeah, it's really yes. cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I hope we get a lot more of her. Yeah, give me more screen time of yeah. Robin. Oh my goodness, Selena Estitties. I was obsessed with her from like the moment she walked in. Kevin, I like was like, oh, this is my winner. Yeah, yeah, no, like just like a buttload of personality and just like such a clear um, confidence of knowing who she is. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I live for her. I thought she was amazing. And I thought her talent show started off with a seriousness that I didn't expect. And so it was a great way for a who am I to like show the pancake flip of who you are in contrast to who you have the capability of portraying. Yeah, I can't say I really remember her talent show, but I remember liking it at the end of it. So I think it was, I mean... If I remember liking it and not thinking badly of it, it must have been good. Yeah. I just can't remember it as one of my, like, tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm excited to see this queen. I'm excited to be getting this, like, Lat- Latina, like, chola drag queen persona. 
um, because we don't really see that. We usually get the Puerto Rican, you know, drag queen who is very exotic and um, not so much Americanized, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see this Americanized quote version of like the the chola living on in the west on the west coast and like mm-hmm. from Compton or the, you know wherever this persona would be from. Yeah. Because I know she is from Los Angeles, but the persona that she's presenting, we know that girl. Yeah. I went to school with that girl. I'm from Peoria, Arizona, and I went to Peoria High School, and I went to school with the hot chip eating girl that, you know, is on the TikToks and, like, wears the long nails. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm I'm really excited. I just think, I think there's literally, what makes me so excited is because I can't think of a contestant on Drag Race that embodies what she showed us just in this first episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm, that's what I'm excited. What I like about this season of Drag Race is we're seeing a, every single person has, represents a different um, type of gay person in this community, queer person in this community. My only thing that I will say is I hope we don't see her go into a shell yeah. because yeah. she's now around Others. other queens like her mm-hmm. who she probably thought, oh no, I thought um, I was the one. Yeah. Which she is. We all But like, now but now once again you're in this situation where you're seeing, yeah. oh, there are five other queens who are also really loud and really uh-huh. like confident and like will insert themselves into any conversation yeah. without a problem. And it could be a situation where, oh, but the general consensus is mm-hmm. everyone is taking to them more than they are my yeah. loud. And uh, yeah. that can make someone recluse uh-huh. into this shell of, well, then I'll just tone it down. I, and I hope she doesn't. I, I hope she doesn't either. She, when she was the first one and she was so toned up, and mm-hmm. I do see what you're saying, like, I I think that probably might have came into effect for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's such an interesting take. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I really, I really loved her. Next, oh, Sasha Colby. Mother. Literally. Mother. How, what a gag. Also, like, we never talked about Ornatia. We'll, we'll talk about Ornatia. Okay. But let's talk Sasha, about Mother. Sasha Colby, which once again, once again, all you gay, all you gays, all you white gay men out there who will be on Twitter and be like, she's mother. She's, she's mom. She's mother. Go watch anything ballroom. Yeah. Y'all be saying mother and y'all don't even know the, like, you're just like, oh, it's it's the cool thing to say now because that's mm-hmm. what gay people are saying, mother. Yeah. Anyways, Sasha is mother. Well, but it is, no, it is. I just found chapstick in my pocket. Oh, I could use some of that. You have lip gloss on. I'm sure. I also need chapstick, though. Sasha okay. Colby. Um, that's the thing. Carrie Colby's mom. Her entrance look was incredible. Oh, my God, yeah. And just, um, what a great way to introduce us to who she is. Um, she had such, she had that aura about her that was just like, I could tell, I can tell she is not just a performance legend, but her personhood is such a legend because it radiated off of everybody. And I, th- I it was amazing to watch her get to dance on the show. And I'm ex- I know they're going to put her in the bottom a, cu- a bunch of times to give us some amazing lip syncs. I kind of hope they do because I want to see her dance. Well, and every I think episode. that's the, I think that's the, 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 ta- what the takeaway should also be from this. And you, you just saying mm-hmm. yourself, I only see on Twitter and like on TikTok, you know, all these gays 
and queer people who have only just discovered Sasha Colby because of who Carrie Colby mm-hmm. was last season and then like are realizing oh she's a big deal like mm-hmm. everyone thinks highly of her she's a big deal and it is because not only of her amazing performing but because of just what she represents in the community as well and what she has represented yeah. or not represented <laughs> what she has represented for the trans community especially um so it's more than just this is my favorite performance of Sasha Colby no it's just her whole persona yeah. as a whole or just all together um so i'm really excited to see what she'll be on this season i hope the hype does not affect her editorial on this season i hope that because it's that i hope that it's not just because it's oh it's sasha colby that uh she disappointed us or oh it was a disappointing not she disappointed us but it was a disappointing performance or she fell short somewhere because you know a lot a lot of the things were oh all the queens should just go home sasha colby's there these queens are they're showing up they've showed up well everyone is here to compete so yeah. I don't think it's just this easy wipeout of Sasha Colby's coming in yeah. and she's going to knock everyone out. I think she's going to give everyone a run for their yeah. money, obviously. Yeah. But as are any of them. Well, and that's... I, I, th- I think that's the thing we have to remember about Drag Race as a whole. And even like right now, all the things I've said, I'm saying this from only seeing one episode of them. We forget that like we have bad days. We ha- like I have days where I'm so depressed I can't do anything. And I could give a performance that like is so, eh, it's okay. And that's probably, it's not because of who I am as a performer. I can't imagine being on Drag Race, the long days that they have and the different types of challenges they're going to get. The fact that like you're going to have to go one day from doing acrobatic dancing, hard movement, to be the funniest you've ever been, to memorize all of these lines and then deliver them in the next four hours. It's, it's honest. And now design a drag. People are going to fall short of what they want to do because the the tasks are so hard well and that's but that's what i'm saying is i don't i think there are there is a good good size population out there of you there's a good size of what am i trying to say I don't, <laughs> population that will be viewing this season that will allow the overhype of what they think sasha uh-huh. colby is affect how they watch her this mm. season they aren't going to let her have a bad day. They are going to be like, well, this is supposed to be Sasha Colby uh-huh. if she does. And that's uh, what I'm saying is work. I don't think you all real truly realize Sasha Colby has been around, honey. Yeah. She you didn't just discover her a year ago and you're like, oh yeah, this is a big deal. No. That she's been in it. She ain't new to this. So And I honestly I love the idea because we watch our other shows like Challenge and Survivor and we're talking about trackers. Yeah, I know. But I like someone coming in that's been doing this for their entire life and someone coming in being like, I've done this for two years. Which we'll get to. Yeah. But I'm, ex- I'm excited I'm so to see excited. her, obviously. Um, next. Uh, sugar, sugar. Is Spice next? Yeah, then we'll sugar. talk about them both. Yeah. We'll talk about Sugar and Spice. What a... What a Unpopular opinion. This is unpopular? Yes. People don't like Sugar and Spice? No. Are you kidding? 
I think it's divi- I think it's pretty divided. Actually. Really? Yes. Oh my god. For and me? I don't think it should be. No, I got. I love everything about that. No, because that that is and how fitting this is after Sasha. That's what I'm saying is people are al- allowing themselves to have this viewpoint of the show of well only season queens should be on here people who are why? working all the time and no. th- like that's why i said what i said about lux noir because i think people have even been like oh these baby queens like oh and God. it'd be it'd be wrong to not see like if you're if the responsibility of drag race is to introduce stars into our myths and into our orbits then it should be all stars from all different levels Period. of the board like i cuz I'm some like me right now. I know I'm a star, and I want the world to be introduced to me. And I, I wish it would have happened when I was 21 years old. And and once again, that is the problem with the viewer. The viewer who has probably not watched Drag Race since its beginnings, mm-hmm. since it was on Logo. Like, have you have you ever even watched something on Logo? Only old seasons of Drag Race. But like, you've never watched anything else on Logo. Uh, like watched, I'm saying, when uh, it was when Drag no, Race first came no, out, no, 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 I didn't know about. I wasn't allowed to exactly. watch exactly. That. So that's what I'm saying is there are queer men out there who did not spend their the entirety of their lives openly gay and openly intaking content like that. Uh-huh. Whereas I was, so I've known about Drag Race since its beginnings, and since its beginnings, it was not what it is now. Uh-huh. Like it, it obviously yeah. has changed. Leaps and bounds. I think there's even an interview out there where RuPaul himself said at one point, oh, drag will never be mainstream. Like, the show will never be a mainstream thing. The show is literally on MTV. Which is crazy. And now, even just you saying this, like, it is a big deal because there are... I came from a background... My upbringing, there was... When we had cable, there were certain shows on cable that we had and, like, that you had to choose to have or not have or whatever. And Logo was not one of those channels but i was able to put on mtv and watch um like the challenge and stuff like that so the fact that now even for households that exist like that now in this country drag race is popping up on mtv that's huge drag race is mainstream like it, it's it, mainstream it's in it's, it's, it's the most it's mainstream it. thing so but so in saying all that to say i've seen comments where people are like oh you shouldn't to be a drag queen, you should have to have all these costumes and stage experience. Like in these girls, mm-hmm. they bought their stuff from Doll Skill, and um, they shouldn't be wearing this cheap stuff. And it's like, why not? why not? That's for me personally, especially since I've been watching Drag Race since the beginning. I think Drag Race has lost its Sweet. its um this the the goal of just introducing stars so and yeah. and. And leaders and people who are within our community being these beacons of like navigating and teaching lessons and no matter what your age is, no matter what your experience is, young these young kids who are going to be watching MTV, just like we grew up watching MTV, are going to see something like Drag Race and uh-huh. see queens like Sugar and Spice who they will also cl- very clearly recognize from TikTok yeah. and be like, Oh my God, I, I, I want to be able to do that. Yeah. And look, they're in Dolls Kill, affordable drag that I don't have to pay thousands of dollars for this fully rhinestone thing because 
that's what Drag Race has become and that's what I need to do in order to be successful. These girls, if yeah. you didn't know their story and if you didn't know that they were TikTok queens and that they were young, you would have assumed they've been doing drag for a long time if you knew nothing about them. Because they do look experienced and they do look seasoned. With all of that being yeah. said, I love they're 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 my they're my like my well, one, number ones right now because and especially for the doubt that they're getting not only within the cast mm-hmm. so far from what we're seeing, yeah. but also just from the world so far from yeah. what I've seen, these girls clearly did not come on Drag Race. Oh, I don't know how to even put lipstick on. Like, look, I'm just uh-huh. a boy that. Put lipstick on my face. I'm a drag queen. No, they clearly do have a love for this art and this form of expression. And regardless of whatever level we think it should or should not be at, then teach them. Yeah. In, in, In the same way, Kevin did not grow up exposed to gay people. I didn't look at Kevin and go, well, how do you not know this about, you know, queer life or queer Mm -hmm. culture or how do you know how do you not know this about ballroom culture how do you not know this no instead i introduced him to things and i taught him things that i learned from queer people that taught me so as it translate to translates to drag take these girls under your wing who yeah yeah they have never been around a drag queen maybe and they have never been around a working drag queen and seen what it's like to be a working drag queen take them under the, your yeah. wing and show them oh this is what it can be for you yeah. you don't have to lip sync in clubs if you don't want to clearly they have been successful at being yeah. drag queens so like and they've they've, clearly, they've made a living doing drag even though it doesn't look in the same vein of the living that um Mistress has made a living. Times have changed. But I Mistress know Sugar Spice is probably making a, a thriving income period. off of social media. So that is not their you fault. You them. cannot blame them for the world that they grew up in. Yeah. They grew up in the world of social media and technology. We did not grow up in the world of social media yeah. and technology. It was something that was introduced to us throughout our life. And... Uh, you know, another thing, and I know I'm speaking uh-huh. so much, but like we don't talk enough. No, I would we never, I would never comment on the girl. Bye. We don't talk enough about the takeover and the cultural shift that is TikTok yeah. and how it has become the new LinkedIn. Uh-huh. It has become your new resume. It has become this thing that is so easily accessible by everyone else in the world. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna start meshing into your favorite things into your favorite shows into anything that you watch or listen to or dry like it's Uh social media tiktok all these things have integrated themselves so deeply into these things that you have no choice but to accept that oh yeah there's gonna be a bunch of social media queens on this season yeah hello throwback thursday to when ariel versace was like the instagram queen Uh and you know Oh, I, I'm I'm Instagram famous, and like now, well, that's not really. Well, and I think that's the 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 difference, and what is so cool about TikTok in particular, people Instagram famous was oh you look pretty in photos, or you're photogenic, or you look nice, because that's what Instagram was. Instagram was a place for photos. So if you looked pretty, you looked nice, you could get ahead on Instagram. TikTok is not that. TikTok. 
the most important part of a TikTok is personality. Yes, you do have people that make it big on TikTok because they're beautiful or they're photogenic or whatever. But the people, the ones that you know, the people that you're like, oh, I love this person on TikTok, it's because of their personality that you follow Period. them. So Sugar and Spice have built a following because of how beautiful they are, but also because the of their personalities. personalities. These kids have personality. Yeah, and I thought shined And through. they know how to reach to an audience yeah. and get them to like them. I understood exactly who they were immediately. And, and, and they know. And what I loved about who they are is it is an extension of who they are. Sugar and Spice, the, the drag persona for them, is an extension of their being. And that's what I love. They weren't like, we pretend we're these twins that do these things. No, it's clear that that's a part of who they are in everyday life. That their connection with each other is not Which I gone. think is even better because if drag is nothing but your persona, it's what you, you, you know, pretend do you because are. you, that's what you want to pretend you are. The Sugar and Spice were saying, yeah, these are our personas, but it's because we want to be these like dolled versions of uh-huh. ourselves. Like they are still themselves. Yeah out of drag and justice for James Manfield because uh-huh. she did not get the flowers that she, she deserved on her season. Everyone immediately were like, well, is this even you? Is this even your real self? And it's like, no, she's clearly a persona because uh-huh. her dra- that's what her drag is. Uh-huh. But the disconnect was no one was allowing that to exist. They yeah. were immediately shutting her off uh-huh. and that made her recluse Uh and draw back and not be as confident as she came in Mm. doing. So James Manfield, Mansfield, James Uh Manfield, Mansfield. I think Mansfield justice for you. Well, and that I give you your flowers. (laughs) Grab the flowers, Brandon. That's what I loved about sugar and spice is, and that's the interesting thing and why Drag Race has to be the hardest thing ever because you're competing on a show as your persona for some of these people and then a lot of the show takes place when you're not in drag. So if drag, your persona, is when you only have your wig on, then it would be unauthentic for you to be that way with your drag off. So why I think Sugar and Spice just translated really well is it's just so clear that they are just being uh, a doll version of their yeah. self. And a doll version. Miss Vanjie, when she was in drag, oh would be a doll version of herself. Yeah. But Miss Vanjie in drag was Miss Vanjie yeah. out of drag. Yeah. Like, they were the same exact person. Exactly. And I lo- and, and there's, there's room for every version of it. Um, and but Drag Race has to be the hardest place to do it. And there was one thing I wanted to say that you talked when you were talking forever, and I never cut you off because I would never cut you off. That's not who I am. Um, um, you were talking about coming in looking like a star, and I think, um, that's what I'm excited for this season of Drag Race with some of these younger queens because I know Marsha. She makes she learned taught herself how to sew, and she learned how to sew, and she makes all of her looks. That deserves recognition. That deserves praise. Because I know Marcia didn't come onto this show spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to wear the best costumes. I feel like the fandom puts such an emphasis on someone on a regular season now looking like an all-star winner. And I think all-stars should be a different thing. We should be getting these bigger looks on all-stars. I really feel like regular Drag Race should be an insight as to what can you, just you, make without spending all your money? What do you already have? What can can you... And if you have a problem with that, if you think, no, these queens need to be coming up, showing up in 
designer looks and rhinestone looks, then you need to be out there protesting for the prize money to be a million dollars. Because you should not be... Oh, it's $200,000 now? You should not be fine with a drag queen winning $200,000 if you think drag should be them investing hundreds of thousands of dollars into it when you know it's a job that doesn't even pay that well. Dependent on your, you know, level of city or town or wherever you may be doing drag like and so much of the in every show business industry is connections and if you are a young 21 22 year old queen your network is still smaller than someone who's been in the industry for 12 14 years so there's an some people might not have to dish out all this money but it's because i've worked with this designer before they're going to do give me a deal because i'm doing the show if i'm a 21 year old who's been doing drag in a smaller city, I might not know any designers who can make me a drag race look. And then I, ha- then if I reach out to a designer, there be- might be like, that'll be $10,000. And what do you, you, no one should have to be paying no. that kind of money to. Well, and we're not, we're not building airplanes at drag race. Yeah. We're not building airplanes. We're not building heart defibrillators. We're not, you know, finding the cure to the worst infectious diseases your experience shouldn't matter here if you love doing this art form because it's going to reach queer people and young queer people especially and maybe even queer people who aren't fully sure of themselves as queer people it's going to reach them and not every queen will be able to reach every every queer person so we need these different examples Uh and different levels of queer people to be seen and to be shown and be put on a pedestal because Trust me, I just got I just got done working a dance job with non-dancers in it. Yeah. And guess what? They loved performing. They loved being on stage and dancing. That's all that mattered. It doesn't matter that mm-hmm. I had years of professional work over them. It doesn't matter that I trained you sound, my you entire sound life. Like Candace from Potomac. <laughs> no, I'm I'm being a little but right now you are but it it really doesn't and didn't matter because they love they loved doing what they were doing and i also love doing what i'm doing period that's all that that's That's all all that matters and look at what oh my god look at what drag race just did i can't think of a queen that's been from connecticut ever but now because they casted these three connecticut queens who are all very talented and put them on the show Connecticut is now going to Connecticut. Connecticut is going to be able to build more of a drag scene in the city. More bars will have brunch on the weekends. More the the gay clubs might become even gayer and bigger, and you might get more people coming in. So this show, we as viewers have such a responsibility. If you do believe that people should be coming in and spending thousands and thousands of dollars, make sure you're investing thousands and thousands of dollars into the, your local drag queens, the people Period. that you see can, that can become stars. Give them $1,000. Give them $10,000 if you have that sitting around. Because if that's what you want on your TV, invest in the young people. Invest in the ones Invest who, in the art form. Yeah. Invest in drag. Yeah. Period. 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 If if you're that passionate about it, there shouldn't be a dollar bill in your hand when you're tipping a drag queen. There should be a 50 or a 100. Yeah. yeah. If you're that like, you, well, you need to make sure yeah. you have this kind of drag. Girl, you sound like yeah. the people trying to change laws about women's bodies. Yeah. Like, because I can't, who are you? I cannot wait till our bank account gets to the place that's going to very soon. And I'm going to be able to tip drag queens as much as I think they deserve. I, 
just a, a drag queen in a, any look period that's makeup that's wig it's drag i will never you will never hear me come on here and talk about someone's drag yeah yeah as far as their makeup or their clothing mm-hmm. or their shoes mm-hmm. unless it's too like amp it up and be like oh yeah. this was the look but i will never come i will never come on here and be like this was horrible drag no How there's, they there's wear no this such outfit? thing there's no such no thing. period there's no such thing as horrible drag. If you out there wearing Zara, there's no such thing as horrible drag. No. And there's nothing wrong with Zara. I'm wearing a Zara jacket wearing, right now. I'm wearing a Zara cardigan right now. Not as being Zara. Hi, Zara. Hi, Zara. This Zara. podcast it's is not sponsored <laughs> by Zara. But it could be. But it could be. So, Zara. So, Zara. If you're listening. Please give us money so that I can come shopping and get new jeans. And then Brandon can commit to being a drag queen himself. Because I will buy all my drag from Zara. Oh, you will be the Zara queen. And then Zara, you can literally, you'll make so, like, it'll be profitable for you because people will see, wow, look, Brandon can turn all these looks into these fully idealized outfits. Period. Um, So thank you, Zara. Yeah. Um, That's all the queens. That is all the queens. That's the end of our list. Wow. Um, So let's... We didn't talk about the moment that literally gagged us. I never have been so surprised from Drag Race ever in my entire the life. The moment that gagged us, which we have to make the TikTok about, too. Yeah, but it's on your phone. Oh, crap. You Like, all that you put um, the... Well, because this this was just talking about the queens and just what we thought about the queens. But honorable mention. We'll finish this episode off with honorable mention. What? The moment. We'll talk about the moment. Why do we have to just have an honorable mention? We can talk about whatever we want. Because it's probably so long. And they... I don't think it's probably... Is, have we been talking forever? How long? We should probably like have a timer next time so we can see. Um, I guess the phone would say. Let me see how long we've been talking. Oh, your iPhone storage is full. Well. See, and that's why I said, should we have stopped it? Um. Well, and that's... Why you have to make sure you're listening to the podcast every week because there might be things in the podcast that aren't in the video. Dang it, when did that stop? I don't know, girl. I don't know, but we'll find out. Um, so, hey, we're learning as we're growing. So if you made it this far in the podcast, we're so happy to have you. Um, our last closing thing, the thing that gagged us was Ariana Grande coming into the workroom disguised as vivacious, disguised as Ornatia. That was such a gag. We literally, I we we're going to post a video on our TikTok um, and we'll probably stitch the video yeah. to this yeah, we'll, video. Yeah, we'll attach it so you can see. Um, we were so I was shocked. screaming because I, I was not expecting Ariana. Ariana, girl, what you doing here? Um, <laughs> but like literally, I was like, oh, someone came yeah. to pay homage to my face. It was so campy. Nation. And it would have been so campy yeah. if it was a drag queen. Like, yeah. The, even the struggle <laughs> was so, like, it, once again, if you are a drag race absolute hardcore fan, you know the specifics of Vivacious also struggled and it was this whole awkward bit. Wow. Wow. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, so, with that, thank you so much for listening to our first ever podcast. Oh my God. Um, I'm so happy we did it. If you've never watched Drag Race and you listen to this, what are you doing? This is a perfect time to start watching Drag Race. You can try a 24 free trial on MTV by putting in your email. Um, Yes. Oh, my God. That's what I forgot to mention. You can get a 24-hour day pass on MTV.com. All you need is your email address and then a password. We literally, because we 
our performers and uh-huh. we've had so many emails in our lives. I'm just going to be putting in any email that I've ever had in my life because <laughs> I remember them all. And like, literally, that's it. Because yeah. I need to watch Drag Race Live so that we can get you these podcasts every Sunday. Yes. These these Drag Race episodes will be out every Sunday yes. after, after Drag the Drag Race. Race. Um, the Drag Race. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you're following us on all the social media platforms. Say your say yours. Oh, I just pointed at Kevin to say his. But oh, follow fine. me at Instagram. That is boneless underscore Brandon. Um, I think my TikTok is boneless Brandon one word, like all mm-hmm. one thing maybe. If right. you look for boneless Brandon, you'll find me either way. Wonderful. And I'm Kevin John Music on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and then the Kevin John Music on Instagram. And then we are KJ and BB the podcast. On Spotify. Yes. And we are KJ and BB on the YouTube. Yes, correct. <laughs> and we are Gaze of Nashville on TikTok. Wow, we really got to get better at that. Yeah, we're going to get That was our first time doing that. Wow. There's a lot of places you have to go, literally. I felt like that took us 10 I know, years. that was probably 10 <laughs> So those are all the emails we'll be email. using for MTV. <laughs> all right, um, everyone. All right, everyone. Um, sign it see all. you. See you next Should we week? have like some, like a thing we say at the end? KJ and BB button. No, I I think we should leave them with like a you should leave them with a quote or like a a thought something people should like think about. Um, or like we'll each, we'll each. Oh, I I just don't know what to think of right now. Do you yeah. have something immediately? At your um, uh, what was? Oh, I'm, I feel like Julie Chen right now on Big Brother. But I'm gonna say lead with kindness. And everything you do after you listen to this podcast, try and approach it with kindness. Work, yeah. Lead okay. with kindness. Okay, and what's yours? I agree. Oh, you're not going to have your one No, of your I, I can't think of one. All right, we'll we come up with the next time. One. All right, well, we're, we're learning. We're growing. All right, bye, everyone. Bye. KJ and BB.